Hey fans, what's up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Chav Gimel, Daf 23, Um, Cool, yeah. Uh, okay, so we start um, with like a new Mishnah that discusses a sukkah on a boat or on a wagon. Uh, okay, also we talk about making a sukkah on like an animal. Uh, and we talk about making, uh, using an animal for a wall. For a sukkah. Chaba, what do you think? Should you use an animal for the wall of your sukkah? Anyways, so one thing that's interesting is that um, we're really just going to do like one amud because Chavkim Amud Beis is pretty small and there isn't like really a good stopping point. So I think we're just going to start at the top of Chavkim tomorrow um, because, yeah, otherwise, otherwise we're just going to have to repeat it tomorrow. I don't know. I feel like that's what happens, you know, meaning if, if there's not a good stopping point so we can go weiter, but we're going to have to do it again tomorrow anyways, so, um, anyways. Alright, we're going to start on the Avchav Beis on the Beis at the Mishnah towards the bottom. Also, Sukkah Bosha Agolo Bosha Sfina. Ooh, a fellow makes a sukkah on top of a wagon or on top of a boat. Sounds pretty fun. Anybody at Babylon Talmud ever made a sukkah on a wagon or a boat? I feel like it's not so common. So it's taka kosher sukkah, and you can even go into the sukkah on yomtiv as opposed to brosha ilan or agave gomel. If you make a sukkah on top of a tree or on top of a camel, so while the sukkah is kosher, you can't go into it on yomtiv because we don't go onto animals or into trees. On Yom Tif. So while the sukkah itself might be a kosher sukkah, on Yom Tif, you won't be able to go into the sukkah because, you know, uh, animals and trees, we, we avoid on Shabbos and Yom Tif. Okay. If you have a sukkah in a tree, like a tree house, and two of the walls of the sukkah are in the tree, but like one of the walls is like, kind of coming down from the ground and goes all the way up and hits the tree like is then one of the walls of the sukkah is like basically not built in the tree but kind of built from the ground and going up to the tree um basically the point is two of the walls are like in the tree and one of them is just like essentially kind of like a regular wall and oh or if you have two like regular walls coming from the ground going all the way up to your tree sukkah uh, and one of the walls is mamish in the tree. So it's like built into the tree. So ksheir. So the sukkah is kosher, but you won't be able to go into it on yomtiv because you're going into a sukkah that's like supported by a tree. But if you have three of the walls are made by, are like man-made, um, and only one of them is like built into the tree. So So it's kosher and you can climb into this tree sukkah on Yom Tif because at the end of the day, you know, the three walls are man-made. Let's go right there for a second. This is the rule. Look, if you could remove the tree from the equation and you'll still have a sukkah that's able to stand independent of the tree, so then it's kosher and you can go into it on Yom Tif, right? So if you, yeah, so if there are three of the walls are man-made, which means that kilu you have a kosher sukkah uh, without the tree. So therefore, um, 
the tree then becomes irrelevant, at least in terms of its necessity in being part of the sukkah, and therefore um, it's a kosher sukkah. And you can even go into an anyamtiv because um, the tree isn't really contributing a significant uh, contribution to the sukkah. Says the Gemara Mani Masnisen, who is the author of our Mishnah? Who is the Tana who says that you are allowed to make a a sukkah on top of a boat. So we say it's Takara Akiva. The Tani is willing to buy so if a fellow makes a sukkah on top of a boat, Gamliel says it's a possible sukkah. Rabbi Akiva says it's a kosher sukkah. So therefore, if our Mishnah says that if our Mishnah says that if you make a boat no, if you make a sukkah on top of a wagon or a boat, it's taka kosher sukkah. So that is going to be Rabbi Akiva, who says that if you make a sukkah on top of a boat, it's taka kosher. Maisib Rabbi Gamliel Rabbi Akiva. There was a story with Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Akiva, Shayubayim Bisvina, that they were taka traveling on a boat. Omar Rabbi Akiva, Vasa Sukkah Brosha Svina. Now Rabbi Akiva, so they're on a boat. Rabbi Kiva decided he was going to build a sukkah on the boat. And the next day, sure enough, a wind came and blew away Rabbi Kiva's sukkah. And Rabbi Kiva says to Rabbi Kiva, Hey, Akiva, where's your fancy sukkah? Rabbi Kiva says that you can build a sukkah on a boat. Rabbi Kiva says you don't build a sukkah on a boat. Rabbi Kiva decided, well, I'm going to build a sukkah on a boat. His sukkah blew away. And Rehomel says, hey, you see? Where's your fancy sukkah that you built? So, all right, very nice. That's the machlokas. Amr Abayi says, Abayi duchuli amo, heichadi enu yucholu lamod brach metsuya diabosha lo klumi. Now, Abayi, it says Abayi in explaining this machlokas between Rabbi Akiva and Gamliel, that look, if a sukkah is unable to even stand up to an ordinary wind on sort of dry land on the ground, then forget it. it uh, you know, it's not even a, it's not even a temporary sukkah It's nothing. If it's unable to stand even by basic dry land wind, then it's going to be a possible sukkah. And if the uh, sukkah is able to stand up to a wind on dry land that is enamitsuya, it's like a particularly, it's an unordinary wind, it's a particularly strong wind, right? If the sukkah is able to stand up to a strong wind on the dry land, well then that's certainly a kosher sukkah. Where they argue is when a sukkah is able to stand by an ordinary wind on dry land, but it's unable to stand up to a regular sea wind, which is basically the equivalent, as Rashi says, of a ruach she'ena So, meaning, if, again, if the um, sukkah is unable to stand, even by an ordinary dry land wind, certainly it's not a good sukkah. If it is able to stand by a ruach she'ena metzuya 
everyone agrees that it's a kosher sukkah. Where they argue is when it's able to stand up to an ordinary wind, but unable to stand up to an unordinary wind. Now, an unordinary dry land wind is the same, is the equivalent of a regular sea wind. So, um, in that case, when it's able to stand by an ordinary wind, but unable to stand to an unordinary wind, so that's where we have machlokes between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel Savar, Sukkadir Askeva Ba'inon, Rabbi Gamliel says, look, a sukkah needs to be a diras keva. And in order for it to be a diras keva, it has to be able to stand even by an unordinary dry land wind, which is the same, which is the equivalent of an ordinary sea wind. Rabbi Akiva says, no, a sukkah just needs to be a temporary structure. As long as it could stand to a regular dry land wind, that suffices as a sukkah. And even if it's unable to stand to an unordinary um, dry land wind, which is the equivalent of an ordinary sea wind, um, nonetheless, it is kosher according to Rabbi Akiva. Sounds pretty fun to me. Okay, now the Mishnah says that if you make a sukkah on top of a uh, camel, so it's taka kosher sukkah. Now you can't go into it on Yom Tif because, you know, we don't ride animals on Yom Tif, they're mukse, but uh, the sukkah itself is kosher, the maise. Masnisa Mani, who is the author of our Mishnah, Reb Meiri, the author of our Mishnah is Reb Meir Ditani, as we learn in the Baisa, Osasukoso Agabe Behema, a fellow makes a sukkah on top of an animal, Reb Meir Machshir, Reb Yudaposo. Reb Meir says it's a kosher sukkah on top of an animal. Rabbi Yehuda says it's a posel sukkah. So therefore, our Mishnah that says that you're allowed to make a sukkah on top of a animal, on top of a camel. So it must be Reb Meir who says that you're allowed to make a sukkah on top of an animal. My time with Rabbi Yehuda, how come Rabbi Yehuda says that you're not allowed to make a sukkah on top of an animal? On my crop, well, the posel says. That make for yourself uh, sukkah, essentially, right? Make, right? make for yourself the festival of sukkahs. Make for yourself a sukkah, essentially. Shivas yom for seven days. Sukkah ru'i le shivas le shivash ma sukkah. Shein ru'i le shivalosh ma sukkah. A sukkah that you can use for seven days is a sukkah. If you can't use it for seven days, it's not a sukkah. And therefore, so Abuda says, the sukkah needs to be a sukkah that's usable for all seven days. Now, when you make a sukkah on top of an animal, it's not usable for all seven days because on Yom Tif, the animal is muksa. And therefore, you're not going to be able to go into your sukkah. So therefore, mimele, it's not a sukkah that's usable for all seven days of sukkahs. And therefore, it's not a kosher sukkah. That's what Rebuda says for a mayor. says, a mayor, hanami midaraisa mechzechazia. Rabbonanu, it says that Rameir argues, Mid'oraisa, you can go into this sukkah for all seven days of sukkahs. Mid'oraisa, the rabbis don't want you using animals on Yom Tif. So because of Mid'oraisa, so we don't go into it on Yom Tif. But in terms of, is it a kosher sukkah? You bet it is. Mid'oraisa, there's nothing wrong with using this sukkah all seven days. So therefore, it's a kosher sukkah. Now, it's true that Midr Abonin, we're not going to want you to go into the sukkah on Yom Tif, but the sukkah itself is a kosher sukkah. 
I saw the behemoth dope in the sukkah. Ooh, what if one of your walls is push it? I don't know, a cow. Rameir posel. Rebuta Machsher. Rameir says that's not allowed. It's posel. Rebuta says it's fine. It's kosher. Show you Rameir Omer. Because Rameir would say, anything that is alive in Osin, Osulodof in the sukkah, you don't use it as a wall for a sukkah. For lechi lemavui, you also don't use it as a lechi namavui. For pas in the beiros, you don't use it for those diomdin, for those like L-shaped wall corner thingies by the um, you know water holes. The diomdin, the pas in beiros, erevin. For the gold lekever, it's also not the lid of a coffin. All right, I guess like the lid of a coffin becomes like tummy and stuff. So. That doesn't apply to something that's alive. Okay. They said the name of You also can't write a divorce document on an animal and then like send it to your wife. Okay. Just like write it on paper, I guess. My time to a mayor. How come a mayor says that you're not allowed to use an animal for the wall of a sukkah? Abai says, well, what if the animal dies? Vibzera says, well, what if it runs away? So, yud. So, again, when it comes to, if you, let's say you want to use for your wall of your sukkah, a, um, elephant. An elephant is a very big animal. So, if you have an elephant and it's tied up, tied up well enough that it won't be able to run away, so Kuliamlo Pligate, everyone agrees that it'll be a kosher wall for a sukkah because it's tied up, so it's not going anywhere. So Ibzer is concerned about maybe it'll run away is not a thing. The Inami Mayas, and even if it dies, Yud. Even if it dies and collapses onto the floor, because an elephant is an elephant is so big, you're still gonna have a ten tefa high wall. Where Rebzera and Abaye argue is by an um, elephant that is not tied up. So according to Abaye, who's concerned, who says that the mayor would be concerned with the animal dying, well, that's not an issue over here because it's an elephant. So even if it dies, it's still going to be ten tfachim. But according to Rebzeru, is concerned that maybe the animal is talking going to run away. Well, we have to be concerned that this elephant may not want to be the wall of your sukkah and might run away. But one second, according to Abaye, who's concerned that maybe the uh, elephant will die. And in this case, it's not an issue because the elephant will still be tentfachim. But if it's not tied up, shouldn't he be concerned that it's going to run away? No, so rather, it's true. If you have a elephant that is not tied up, even a bayi would say, yeah, right, it might run away, and that, that would be a problem. Where they argue is by a regular animal, not a piece of cow, that is tied up. So according to a bayi, who's concerned that it might die, yeah, it's an issue, because the cow won't necessarily be tentfachim. And therefore, if it dies, um, you won't have a wall. 
But according to Reb Zeir, who says that we're concerned about the animal running away, that's not a concern here because it's tied up. But according to Reb Zeir, who's concerned about it running away, and in this case, it's not a concern because the animal's tied up, but shouldn't he be concerned that maybe it'll drop dead? Why is he not concerned that it's going to drop dead? Um, but where am I? So Misa Lo So Rebzeira would say, eh, it's not so common that an animal is just gonna drop dead. And therefore, Rebzeira says that as long as it's tied up, we're not concerned it's gonna run away. But still, how could an animal be a good wall? There's like the space between its legs that is just space. So the overlay of Dafna, you fill in, oh my gosh. Um, that does not sound very fun for the animal. Basically, take a cow, tie it up for a week, and between its legs, stick like boards and stuff so that it's filled in. Why not just use the boards without the cow? Uncle Pony, I guess, oh, I imagine it's probably theoretical. So you fill, you fill in the space with like boards and stuff. Vidilma, Rava, but what happens if it like slouches? It gets tired eventually and starts slouching, and now it's not tentvachim. The misichaba ashli mileel. Well, you tie it with ropes above to, so even if it slouches, you'll keep it up. But according to Abaye, who's concerned that the animal might die, why should he be concerned the animal might die? Just tie it with ropes, so that even if it does die, the ropes will be support, you know, holding it up, and you'll still have your ten tefach wall. So my answer is, well, what if the sukkah is 10 tfachim tall and you're using an animal that is slightly more than 7 tfachim tall and you're relying upon it being lovud to say that it's 10 tfachim tall and then if the animal dies it might slash and even if you have the ropes to hold it up it still might be less than you know it's still now, now might have a space that's 3 tfachim or more in which case you can no longer say lovud and then the wall won't be good anymore so therefore um, according to Abai who's concerned that the animal might die uh, yeah, there's really, it's going to be a problem because even if you hold it up with ropes and stuff, it's, it's not really going to work. Chavah, that was Daf Chav uh, We're going to stop here because, I mean, it's pretty much the top line of Chav Kimom with Bez, but again, Chav Kimom with Bez is pretty small and it's just like, it, it really just continues like straight into the next page. So we're, if we do it now, we're just going to have to repeat it tomorrow. So, so let's stop here. Chavah, that was Daf Chav Suke. So, it's it wasn't a particularly complicated daf, and we just had like a few quick like sugas with you know some pretty straightforward machlokuses. So we discussed making a sukkah on a boat. Rabbi Kiva said it's a kosher sukkah, and Rabbi says it's a pasul sukkah. And ultimately, it has to do with their opinions on sukkah diras keva ba'inon versus sukkah diras arai ba'inon. According to Rabbi it has to be a sukkah. So first of all, the Abaye explained the machlokus and says, look, if the sukkah is unable to stand even by just an ordinary dry land wind, so then clearly it is Apostle Sukkah. And if it's able to stand up to a Ruach an ordinarily strong wind on the on the dry land, well then everybody agrees that it's going to be a kosher Sukkah. Where they argue is when the Sukkah is able to stand up to a um, regular dry land wind, but not to a unordered, you know, an in, in, in extraordinary, an uh, in, in unusually strong dry land wind, which is the same thing as a regular sea wind. Um, Rebbe 
Kamlil says, look, a sukkah needs to be a, a permanent structure and therefore it's going to be puzzle. Rabbi Kiva says that the sukkah needs to be just a temporary structure and that will be kosher. Building a sukkah on an animal. So the Mishnah had said that it's a kosher sukkah, you just can't go into it on Yom Tiv. The Gemara says that that is Reb Meir's opinion. Reb Yudah would say that it is a puzzle sukkah. And we explain because while the puzzle says, you have to make a sukkah that is usable for all seven days. So Reb Meir says, uh, well, Reb Yudah says that since you wouldn't be able to use this sukkah for all seven days, because Midir Abanon, you don't go into a sukkah on Yom Tif, so you can really only use it for six days. So therefore, a sukkah on an animal is a puzzle sukkah. Reb Meir says, yeah, look, but Midir Oraisa, so meaning, we don't go into the, into the sukkah on Yom Tif because we don't use animals. But Midir Oraisa, there's nothing wrong with the sukkah. It's a kosher sukkah. And therefore, um, says the mayor, uh, it's fine. It will be a, a sukkah on an animal. It's a kosher sukkah. Then we discussed using um, an animal, mamish, as the wall of a sukkah. Rabbi Yudah has no problem with that. And he it says it's kosher. Rabbi Meir says that it's possible. We saw machlokas between Abaye and Rabbi Zeira about why Rabbi Meir says that it's possible. Abaye says, Rabbi Meir says that it's possible because it might die and then, you, you know, collapse. You don't have a ten tefach wall anymore. Hey, Reb Zeri says they were concerned that it might run away. If it runs away, then you don't have your wall anymore. Chavit, that was the Chavkimov Masech the Sukkah. I hope you enjoyed. Cheers.